What's good, Trifling Ones family? This is Pastor G, and it has been a year since the Trifling Ones podcast was launched. We started in October of 2021, and here we are 47 episodes later. I want to say thank you to everybody who supported in some way those who've listened and shared and commented because you know, when you do this, you don't normally get a lot of feedback. You know, when you're preaching in a church, you can hear the amens and all that other good stuff, but you just, you don't know how people are responding to what you put out there. And so I want to say thank you to everyone who just took the time to say, this message blessed me today, or who shared it with somebody, who invited someone to the Facebook group. You know, that group is almost 600 members strong now. And so thank you for all that you all have done. I also want to send a special shout out to Coach Chaz because if it weren't for Coach Chaz uh, speaking into my life a year and a half ago saying, you know, I think that you need to do this. I think you have something to say, even while I was hesitant. And I was like, yeah, this isn't really like, this ain't my thing. Well, I am so grateful that he did what good coaches do, which is pull what's inside of you up to the surface. And so thank you, Coach Chaz. But where I am in life right now is I need to take some rest. I've got to get some rest because out, you know, with the exception of when we went to Mexico for a brief while and then I caught COVID. Again, for the most part, we've been going hard. And so it's time for me to get some rest. And it's also time for me to be able to shut it down so that I'm able to plan for our next season. But when I reflect upon the past you know, year and a half and what life looked like, I can't help but be thankful. And I felt stagnant as it, as it related to my professional life. I had you know, pretty much accomplished everything that I could accomplish where I was. And so I felt like I was starting to kind of die on the inside and I was given another opportunity. I also felt stagnant and stifled from a ministry standpoint. I wasn't growing anymore. And so here I was in two major situations in my life where I wasn't growing. And like I said, I felt like I was starting to kind of waste away or atrophy. But today, I can say that I feel liberated. I feel free. I, I feel like I'm growing again. I feel great. And so God has been really good to a brother over the past year and a half. And, you know, I'm guessing that if you took a moment to look over your life, everything isn't perfect. But I do believe that there are some ways that God has been phenomenal to you. And so today, join me as we talk about the topic I appreciate you. Coming up next on the Triathlon. All right, Triathlon Ones family, we're going to take a look at First Thessalonians chapter five, verses sixteen through eighteen. Once again, that's First Thessalonians. Chapter 5, verses 16 through 18, and I'm going to read from the New Living Translation. And it says, Always be joyful. Never stop praying. 
Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Two things we're going to talk about, and the first of those is praise should be our consistent temperament. Praise should be our consistent temperament. The text that was read says, always be joyful. And I'm like, really? Like, is this, is this a setup? Always? Because if you think about it, stuff doesn't always go according to plan. You know, stuff doesn't always make us happy. Life ain't always going well. I'm not always feeling it. But here, we're being told to always be joyful. You know, the Greek word that's used for joyful here is Cairo. And it means farewell, but not the way we normally think of farewell. Farewell usually means, you know, goodbye. Well, when we say farewell, when we're saying goodbye to somebody, what we're actually saying to, to them is that we hope that you fare well, meaning that we hope that you're doing well. And so the word Cairo means to be well. And so the text is saying always be well. Now, if you think about it for a second, if, if God is who we say he is in our lives, and if we say or if we believe what he says, and if he has proven to us that he exists, then no matter what's going on, is there ever a time when we shouldn't be faring well? Is there ever a time when God says, I'm clueless. I have no idea why this is happening. Or does he ever say, yo, I wasn't expecting this at all. Or does he ever say, I don't even know how to begin to address your situation. Nah. Nope. No. We've never heard God say any of those things. You know, what I have heard is, be strong and courageous. I've heard that before. I've heard that he has cattle on a thousand hills. I've heard that. So he, he has, you know, everything that he could provide to us. I've heard lift my eyes to the hills because all of our strength comes from him. I've heard weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. I've even heard that when he goes silent because we were trifling, even then his silence is only for a little while. Therefore, praise should be our consistent temperament. We should always be hollering, thank you, Lord. And I appreciate you because even when we don't feel well, God is consistent in making us well. But then verse 18 says, be thankful in all circumstances. You know, a couple of weeks ago, a fraternity brother of mine, he was posting about a recent experience that he had in the emergency room in the ER. And, you know, he was writing about the long wait and the inconveniences that he was dealing with. But then there was a code that took place in the ER. There was an announcement overhead that there was a code blue somewhere. And, you know, all of the, the hospital personnel dashed to wherever the focus was of the situation to whoever the patient was 
that was in some type of distress. But then later on, my fraternity brother found out that the patient had died. And so suddenly his long wait and all of his inconveniences and even the pain that he was dealing with was no longer important. He found a way to praise him while he was still in that ER, while he was still in pain, but while he was still alive. It says, be thankful in all circumstances. You know, everybody can be thankful when everything is good. Like, that ain't a stretch right there. Like, I'm good when everything is good. Like, I'm grateful, I'm thankful. But see, when stuff ain't going so well, can we still be thankful when everything is all jacked up? You know, are you like a, a child who, you know, is good until you tell them no, then they fall out and they pancake on you? How are you when the answer isn't immediately yes, or the answer is wait, or the answer might even be no? How do you respond? Are you still grateful? Are you still able to praise him? Praise should be our consistent temperament. But the question becomes, how? 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 Do we actually accomplish being grateful at all times? Well, we can do this because, and this is our second point, praying should be our continuous task. Praying should be our continuous task. Verse 17 says, never stop praying. So we started off by saying, always rejoice. And then we transition into never stop praying. So God is dealing in absolutes here. He's, he's literally saying always and never. There aren't a whole lot of times in our lives when we can use the terms always and never because there are lots of gray areas. But he's saying always rejoice and never stop praying. See, when we're constantly communicating with God, then there's less time to be focused on all the reasons why we can't be grateful. You know, what does this even look like in the real world, though? Like, what does praying all the time look like? Well, it's not with us walking around with our eyes closed and we constantly mumbling. It, it doesn't look like that. But it is about having regular check-ins with them. You know, I may be having a busy day at work and I pick my head up and I realize, man, like, my wife and I, we haven't communicated. So I'll pick up my phone and, and shoot her a quick text. Hey, you doing all right? How's your day going? Well, I do the same thing with God. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm grinding, I'm doing my thing, and then I pick my head up, and I'm like, wait a minute. We ain't, we ain't had a conversation in a little while. Like, we ain't kicked it. Like, it's been a few hours, and, and, and we got to connect because I need that. And so when I'm walking to my car, and I look up at the sky, and I see a completely blue sky, and I can breathe, I say, thank you, Lord, because it's beautiful out here. You know, I look down at my ring finger and I'm just like, Lord, thank you for my wife. She's she's the woman that I prayed for. You know, I'll see a picture of my kids and and I'll look at them and I'll say they're both healthy. Lord, thank you for my my family. You know, I'll think about my sister and think about the fact that, you know, she's the best sibling that somebody could have ever asked for. And so I think I say thank you, Lord, for giving me that sister and my mother who, 
you know, you know, after our father passed away, how she continued to grind and, and she never missed a beat. Thank you, Lord, for the strength that you placed in my mother. You know, I, I say thank you to the Lord for my sister's kids, my, my niece and nephews and my great niece. I, I think about friends and family and fraternity brothers and I realize that I'm surrounded by some pretty dope people. And then I thank him for them. You know, I'll think about what my situation looked like a year or two ago and just say, thank you, Lord, for where I'm at today. Look, like, look at all that's happened. And even when you might be in a situation where maybe a year or two ago you thought you were in a better place than you are today, recognize that even in your troubles, you're growing today. When I see a sad situation, I pray for those folks, but then I turn around and I say, Lord, thank you, because I recognize that except for your grace and your mercy, that could be me. Praying should be our continuous task, because without this constant contact, without the continuous communication, I might just mess around and start believing the world's or the enemy's lies, you know, when they're telling me things that will attempt to make me depressed, you know, letting me know that things will never get better and, and I'm not good enough and, you know, and I've made some horrible decisions. All that stuff might be true, but God, God can override all that stuff. I got to continuously be talking to him. So rejoice always and be reminded that praise should be our consistent temperament. But then never stop praying in order to be reminded that praying should be our continuous task. My God, I appreciate you. Heavenly Father, I just want to say thank you. Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can't thank you for everything that you've done because there are things that escape my mind, things I've never given a thought to that you've done. And so for all of that, we say thank you for loving us for saving us, for keeping us, for protecting us, for guiding us, for all of that. Thank you for healing us, for bringing us to new levels, for teaching us new things. Thank you for putting love in our lives. Thank you. We're sorry, Lord, for the times that we didn't live up to our end of the bargain. Please forgive us. We appreciate you. All of this we ask in your son and our savior. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. And all of the trifling ones said, amen.